Answer me this. Are you a morning person? Maybe an afternoon person? Perhaps you're a night owl. Perhaps you feel like you never really get, get moving. Well, regardless of how you would classify yourself, you deserve to have a morning routine that serves you, that sets you up for success. Now, before you, you start rolling your eyes and go, oh, I've, I've heard all about the morning routine stuff and all the things that we're all supposed to do and journal and meditate and yoga, and I just don't have time for that or I don't like it. Guess what? That is not what I'm going to tell you. Instead, I am thrilled to tell you about my annual free event coming up called Master Your Morning. And over the course of five days, 30 minutes or less each day, I'm going to teach you how to create your own unique morning routine based on two things, your unique personality type, and secondly, the realities of your home life, right? You may not have a lot of time for a morning routine, and that's what this free workshop is all about. So if you want to come join, head over to megansumrall.com forward slash master your morning. And I promise you at the end of it, you are going to have a completely different relationship with the morning. Hey there. So if I had a nickel for every time someone has, has told me one of their biggest problems is they get easily distracted and can't stay focused when they're sitting down to work on a task well, I could have retired on my own private island by now. So I'm always doing research on different, you know, productivity, time management tools, et cetera. And the one I'm going to be talking about today, the Pomodoro technique, it's been out for eh, 30, 35-ish years, I think. And it's one I've, I've tried at various points in my life with various levels of success, but I want to share with you exactly what it is. And then more importantly, who may benefit from it and who may not benefit from it. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about my experiences along with some results from other people that swear by Pomodoro as well. But you have to listen to the episode for me to tell you whether it is a tool I use regularly or not. So I'm excited to have this conversation today. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumrall. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife, and just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. Hey there, welcome back to Work-Life Harmony. Today I want to talk about a, it's kind of all the rage, it's been around for a long time, but I'm hearing it come up quite a bit and it is something called the Pomodoro Technique. Now this is typically advertised as a productivity tool but it really ties time management and productivity together. And I've had a number of people ask me, you know, why don't I teach this? Do I use it? Do I recommend it? Do I not? One of the things, if you've been following me with me for a while, you know, I do not believe that there is such thing as a one size fits all. So today I want to share with you some of my experiences using the Pomodoro technique and where I feel it might be helpful, kind of the type of people, personality types, et cetera, that may benefit from it and those that may have a harder time with it. So quick background on what is the Pomodoro technique 
What does it mean? So it is a you know time management method or productivity tool. It was actually developed by a gentleman named Francesco. I'm going to butcher the last name, uh, Cirillo, Italy, in the late 1980s. Okay, so it, it, this isn't something that's been around for hundreds of years. It is still a newer technique. We're going about, you know, 30-ish years. And it basically is one where you actually do need to have a timer with you and you break down work time into intervals. And when you're doing true Pomodoro technique, What you do is you sit down to work on a task. You will set the timer for 25 minutes. Then when the timer goes off, you take a five-minute break, and then you reset the timer for another 25 minutes. And you do these 25-minute chunks for four times with those breaks. And then at the end of your fourth 25-minute work segment, then you take a longer break, like a half an hour to an hour. So that means it's kind of done correctly. You're looking at a two hour chunk of time where you're working for 25 minutes, taking a five minute break. And then at the the end of that fourth 25 minute window, now you're taking a much longer break, 30 minutes to an hour. So, and I've heard this brought up on numerous podcasts lately now is like the rage of how to get stuff done. So of course, like anything, I tried it. I actually did try the Pomodoro technique about six or seven years ago, didn't have the best of success with it, but I thought, you know, it's been a while since I've tried it. So let me do it again. So a few weeks back when I actually had days where I knew I had two hours that I could sit and work, I set them up as Pomodoro intervals. And for me personally, the Pomodoro technique is not one that suits me well. Now that said, it is a fantastic technique for some people. So I'm going to share with you why it doesn't work for me, but then I'm going to tell you where I do see the benefits and people, I actually spoke with three people that swear by Pomodoro. We had a great conversation about it and I'm going to share with you why it works so well for them. And you may be somebody that discovers that the Pomodoro technique works good for certain things but not others. So definitely don't just say you have to always do it or never do it. You may find a happy medium. So for me, I'll kind of walk through why it doesn't work well for me. First and foremost, it's rare that I have a chunk of two hours where I know I can actually do the Pomodoro technique of that you know, four chunks of 25 minutes. So that's issue number one, especially during the summer months. Now during the school year, I can typically have that every day. But if you're somebody where you really don't have a two hour time block available, you know, doing true Pomodoro is going to be tricky for you. Now, another reason why it doesn't work well for me I am somebody where, particularly when it comes to creative work, where I'm doing content or writing or you know stuff on the website, when I am in the zone, if I go step away for five minutes, it is very hard for me to come back and pick up where I left off. So there are times when that 25-minute timer is actually, it detracts from me And I'm not in a place where I'm like, if I step away now, I'm going to lose all this that's in my head. Now, a word of caution to that. 
I 100% believe in the importance of taking breaks and not sitting for three to four hours. But so I do make sure I, you know, I wear an Apple watch and it does let me know every hour if I have not gotten up. So I would feel a lot more comfortable setting a 55 minute timer or a one hour timer if needed. But that's another reason why for me, when I'm in the zone, oh my goodness, the Pomodoro technique just kind of gets me all sorts of flustered. Again, similar with that, I don't always have a two, you know, full two hours. It doesn't always, even if I have a two hour chunk of time, it doesn't always align with work that suits itself well for the Pomodoro technique. Back to kind of writing again, taking a break when I'm in the flow is not good. Now, if I've got a bunch of little tasks, all those things that build up that could take maybe you know, five minutes a piece. I could see where this again could be useful. And, you know, kind of finally, another reason why for me personally, it doesn't work well. And when I talk to people that swear by it, it does. I feel like this is very well suited for more of a lack of a better word, an office situation, like a working environment where you are truly in that role for, you know, eight hours a day or whatever that, that looks like. If you are someone that wears a lot of hats every day, you know, maybe you're an entrepreneur, maybe you run a business, but you're doing it from home. Maybe you work part-time places. Maybe you're a full-time caregiver, whatever that may be. Again, having that, being able to work in these two-hour chunks that we do the Pomodoro technique in, oftentimes it's really hard to have regular two-hour time blocks where we're just in one hat, right? So those are some reasons why it hasn't worked well for me. Now, here's what I do like about it, and here's where I would encourage you to consider embracing or at least giving it a try. If you are someone that really struggles with distraction, you are easily distracted, you have a hard time staying focused, and you find your mind wanders easily, This is where I think the Pomodoro technique is a fantastic solution for you. There is something that triggers inside of us when we sit down and set a timer for 25 minutes and say, I'm just going to work for 25 minutes and then I'm going to take a break. That helps keep our focus in place because that little noise back there that's going, I want to get distracted. I want to get distracted is reminding us, hey, I'm going to give you a break. Let me just get through this 25 minute cycle. So, you know, again, I'm not... I am not a trained expert in ADHD or any of that. I got to put all those disclaimers there, but I don't think that it was a coincidence that three people that use this and love it, all three are people that have been diagnosed with ADHD. And I can see this being very, very beneficial. Another subtle thing that happens with the Pomodoro method, again, if this is an area that's hard for you, is it really forces you to get clear about your priorities. Because if you just sit down and say, well, it's time to work and you've got a couple hours in front of you and you're kind of just sitting there, oftentimes we get drawn into or sucked into doing the things that are important because we don't have a plan. When you know you're sitting down to, to work for 25 minutes and take a five minute break, we will get clear about, okay, where do I need to spend these 25 minutes? What is most important to me right now? And we often will see that people working with the Pomodoro method are getting the most important things done quicker. 
because they're, they're focused on what those priorities are. Now, a benefit of it for sure is, and I fall victim of this as well. I don't know about you, but maybe you have one of those tasks that you need to be working on. You're like, oh my God, this is going to take me forever, right? Like I need five hours to get this done. Well, we don't realize we're always overestimating because in that situation, because we don't often understand just how much we can get done when we have focused uninterrupted time. And when you set that timer and you sit and you work for 25 minutes, it will be astounding to you if you've never done this, just how much you can get done. I actually, this morning, because it's been a while since I've done a little interval time, as I'm recording this, it's summertime for our family, which makes my work life very different. And I knew I'm like, I have 45 minutes and 45 minutes only. And holy cow, I had this list of things I had hoped to get done for the day and all of them got done in that 45 minutes because I came in with intention and there was zero interruptions or distractions. Now, another benefit with the Pomodoro method, which I kind of alluded to as well, that I do regardless of whether you're doing it or not, is the importance of taking breaks and not working for four hours straight or two hours straight. We need to get up, move, get a drink of water, get, get your body going again, and not just sit at a desk or a chair for extended amounts of time. So I would encourage you, if you've never tried it and you're, you've been like, I'm trying some things, I'm not finding anything that works for me, by all means do it. Now, again, it is designed to do four rotations and a longer break, but maybe you just do two. Maybe you have an hour where you set the timer for 25 minutes, take a five-minute break, come back and work another 25 minutes, and then take an extended break. Now, for me, if I have an hour, I'm going to do better if I just work straight for the hour and then go take a long break. But definitely throw this into your toolkit. And if you're someone that really has a hard time staying focused and gets easily distracted, I 100% would encourage you to give the Pomodoro technique a try. Now, if you are someone that uses it and loves it, I would love for you to tell me more about that because I really want to get good at knowing who I should recommend this to versus who may have, you know, it may not be the best fit. So if you are using the Pomodoro technique, definitely share this out. Go ahead and tag me at Megan Sumrall and share this out and let people know here's a place where they can come and learn about it. Now, if you're someone that hasn't used it and you're going to go ahead and let me know that as well. And I look forward to hearing about your wins and experiences with the technique. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Megan Sumrall, or just open any browser and go to megansumrall.com. If spelling my name is a complete pain, just go to theworkliveharmony.com and grab my free time management cheat sheet. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share it.